you're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. You guys, if you're not doing so already, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I've got lots of fun new videos on YouTube tackling everything from my most recent goat yoga experience to my vampire facial because I saw Kim Kardashian do it. So naturally, I had to glow up. Um, and there's a lot of new episodes of Hashtag Adulting that are airing right now on iTunes and all major podcast networks. So go and download the new season of Hashtag Adulting. Nikki and I are super stoked about it. And it's a good one. So go and listen right now. Also, don't forget to stock up on Dry Farm Wines, my favorite hangover-free wine. Who doesn't love hangover-free wine? I'm not down for the wino headaches, which is why I love me some Dry Farm Wines. No added sugars, no dyes, or any of that added BS junk. So head over to dryfarmwines.com slash Zach, Z-A-C-K, right now. Today, I'm helping you upgrade your social needs. We're going to help you create some killer, killer feeds for your IG and your YouTube. Today's guest is a content creator turned CEO. He's an LA-based entrepreneur, producer, and founder of High Five Studios. Please welcome Mr. Matthias. Hey, how's it going? Hi, Matthias. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing really great. How about you? I'm doing great. I spent the morning watching your YouTube videos, and they're pretty fucking funny. <laughs> all right. Which one specifically? I like all of your different product um, where you compare the different okay, products and see like what's, nope. yeah, dope or nope. That's fun. I was like, oh, I like doing nice, this. Nice, nice. Yeah, that one's a blast to shoot. So I have some icebreaker questions that I make every guest that comes on the show answer. So before we go deep, I have to ask you my four icebreakers, okay? Okay, go ahead. First one is what's one word your mom would use to describe you? Uh, let's see. Determined. Determined. I like that. That's a good mom word that's like also really supportive. Yeah, it's supportive, but it's also a way to it's also a way to be like, well, he's not going to stop, so I can't make him. <laughs> yeah, my mom just calls me persistent. It's not even as nice as determined. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, give me a fun fact. What's one thing about you people would not expect? Uh, something about me that people wouldn't expect. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a that's a difficult one. That's a difficult one. What would someone not expect? Um. Do you think they would expect oh, that you like started doing stuff on YouTube and that led to this successful brand that you've built? I mean, it's like everyone I know now is just, it, it kind of expects a lot from me. <laughs> so I'm just like, ah, um, you know what? I, I bit off my tongue once. So that was weird. Ow, how does that even happen? <laughs> I was a kid and I like, jumped off a slide and like, you know, I bit down and it was like uh... sewn back on with new you oh know god can you can you like still taste with it oh yeah like when they sew it back fine. on oh my gosh <laughs> okay um <laughs> give me give me your drink of choice what do you order when you're out i feel like this is a very telling question um, i'm gonna have to say craft beer mm. you look like a very craft beer person it's either craft beer or mm, you know what I like margaritas. Those are those are so good. Like That's, the Cadillac ones. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's a Cadillac mar- margarita is always good. Um, okay, this is the last Can't question, and this one's my favorite question to ask my guests. And it's if you had to be reincarnated as a Kardashian, which one would it be? <laughs> um, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to confess to you. I only know of the main one. Kim, right? Okay. 
I'm, I'm like perfectly honest with you. I actually have no idea what any of their names are. Wait, no, no. There's, there's Kylie, Kaylee, Kylie, Kylie, Kylie. Yep. Those (laughs) are the two most like successful ones. Yeah. Kim and Kylie are the most successful ones right now. I don't, I don't think I know of any, what are the other ones? There's their names. There's Courtney. There's Chloe. There's Rob, but like he's kind of just there. Yeah. There's Courtney, Kim and Chloe, which were the three main sisters. And then the two younger ones, Kendall and Kylie. Kylie, then probably. they're just they're tearing up the game right now. Do you consider yeah, them right. to be like real influencers? Like, what is your take on the Kardashians being that you have like such a good pulse on um, like social and digital trends? Yeah, well, I mean, one one of the things that I know about uh, about the Kardashians is that they they know how to have a presence online. Whether you know whether I follow what they do or not, I mean, it's it's hard to avoid, right? Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're very, very, uh, just kind of everywhere that they definitely are everywhere and they don't always wear clothes. So that's a thing. <laughs> maybe, All right. <laughs> maybe that'll be one of your tips for how to upgrade my YouTube channel. Um, so yeah, I, don't wear clothes, just take them all off. Actually, I don't think you can do that on YouTube, so I'm not going to suggest that. <laughs> so talk to me because you kind of fell into the career that you have currently, and that's as a, a CEO and entrepreneur, um, by accident, right? You got fired from your job, which ultimately led to you posting videos on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, you could say that. Um, I I used to work at a drugstore. I managed a drugstore and, uh, one day I just got called into the office and he was like, uh, sorry, I gotta let you go. And I was like, you're kidding me, right? You're kidding me. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like, no, I'm not, I'm not kidding you. So I was like, okay, fine. Uh, and then I just, I just left and immediately I went to like every other store on the face of this like city and just got applications and submitted applications. Right. And then uh, got home, you know, hanging my head pretty low because I've never been fired, never been let go. That's just like, it's just, it was very atypical for me. I was like yeah. maybe 21, I think at the time. Um, always the one that was doing, you know, doing what was asked of them and, and beyond. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out. So and, what was uh, your, actually, let's so take it a step I, I back. Got, what was your, like, yeah. what was, what were your career kind of goals at that age, you know, early twenties? Cause that's a lot of my listeners are kind of like early to yeah. mid twenties right now. Where was your mind at in terms of, you know, where you wanted to go long-term with your career? My mind was, uh, my mind was at mo- in movies, honestly, mm. it was like right and direct feature length films. Okay. That was that was kind of where I really wanted to go. I wanted to like kind of like create these epics, create these like expansive worlds, you know. Okay. So you so had kinda, that yeah. And were you doing anything at the time? Like were you in college? Were you studying uh film? Like what were you doing um while you had this job? Did you have kind of like a side hustle that was helping you get there, or that was just kind of like a long term goal that you had at that time? No, so I I, uh, I was going to school. I went to CSUN and I uh, majored in audio engineering because evidently my uh, cinematography skills weren't uh, up to par for for the school. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's fun. Um, but so I was going to CSUN and uh, and then I was working part time, part to full time at at that drugstore. And uh, yeah, so then I got let go. 
Okay. And so you have this like, holy shit moment of like, I just lost my job. I don't know where my income is going to come from. I need to apply for another job. So walk me through the next few steps that ultimately led to your YouTube channel. Yeah. I mean, it, I talked to my dad. I, I was just like, Hey dad, like, uh, I just lost my job. What do I do? And he's like, here's what you do. You, you go on unemployment because since they mm-hmm. let you go, mm-hmm. you get to collect that. And I was like, I was like, wait, what? Cause that's like so atypical of my dad to like, tell me to go on unemployment, you know, yeah. like throughout my entire life. He was just, mm-hmm. he's just like, you know, pick it up. Like, like my dad, my dad had worked a lot. Right. Um, he's a, he was an Imagineer at Disney. He's, he's a, he's at working at rocket rocket dine, I think making rockets for NASA, things like that. Um, so he's, you know, he's, he's instilled in me a very powerful work ethic, (laughs) right? Yeah. Yeah. So to hear him say like, you know what, just, uh, relax and go on unemployment. (laughs) I was like, wait, wait, pump the brakes. Right. Um, so I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, go on unemployment, figure out what you want to do. It's not, you're not going to be making a lot of money on unemployment, but you'll be able to focus on school and you'll be able to focus on whatever it is you want to make happen. And so what was the motivation to create the videos and what were your first kind of content? What was the first kind of, uh, type of videos you were putting out? Yeah. I mean, uh, one of my buddies, Alex, um, on YouTube, he goes by jewel thief. Um, he was, uh, one of the class, one of the classmates that I had and he was kind of making online videos on YouTube. And, uh, he was like, Hey, I need, uh, I need your help, uh, making some like, uh, like directing or assistant directing or producing or whatever. He's like, I need your help. Um, I got this crazy sketch that I want to make. Uh, are you down? And I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, like, let's, let's figure this thing out. So I kind of helped him do that. And I, and I got into the groove of making these like sketches. And then I saw like what he was doing and I was like, dang, okay. Like this guy's got like 15,000, 20,000 subscribers. I was like, this is, this is cool. This is really cool. I was mm-hmm. like, this is awesome. Like we should do something about this. So I pitched him an idea to shoot some content on his YouTube channel. And he was like, nah. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? This is golden. And he's like, ah, it's not really my style. He's like, why don't, why don't you still make it? And like, just put it on your own channel. And I was like, all right, all right, I'll, I'll try that. And that's kind of when I started uh, doing stuff. Right. I had previously uploaded like three or four videos, I think, to YouTube, but they were like just songs at mm-hmm. the time. I think I've since privated those, but uh, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of like the, how, I, how I really first got into YouTube. I think everybody has like a period where they want to like upload music videos to YouTube where they're like, were you doing like the acoustic style with your guitar? Oh yeah. Yeah. I I was actually surprisingly not doing the acoustic style. I was Mm. doing like electronic, but it was very much like that same kind of, that same kind of vein, right. Where it was like, just like the camera really doesn't move, you know, and you're just kind of like in front of the camera and you're singing and and stuff like that. So, um, I love it. Everyone's trying to be a Justin Bieber. More of electronic music. Yeah. So what were the, what were the ideas that your friend was initially shooting down that you started to post on your own channel? And are those still up today or are those kind of like retired? Yeah, I think so. Um, they were music video parodies. Mm, okay. They're music video parodies. And, um, yeah, so I think, I think maybe I sold that one to awesomeness TV. I'm not sure, but 
uh, I know, I know some of the ones that I pitched him are definitely on my channel. And I think so, it's like some of the first music video parodies that I that I've done. I'd have to I have to go check to see which ones they are specifically. Did but you I know there's like the payphone one. Yeah. Did you have many followers at the start, or how did you kind of grow them initially? Because I mean, you had like I was looking your videos get like a million per video like and the one i saw today up was uploaded four days ago and it had over a million d- views already and i'm like how does how does somebody even do that yeah yeah it's wild it's like uh it's doing really good um the channel dope or nope is getting on average i would say like two million views a pop some like really recently successful like this one like on october has like seven million views that's crazy. wild it's wild but um I mean, when I started, I remember the first day when I started making, uh, like when I first uploaded it and this was, this was after I went back to my dad and I was like, Hey dad, I want to do YouTube. And he was like, are you sure? Are you, <laughs> this is okay. This is what you, this is what you came up with. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I, I think I can do something with it because, uh, my buddy Alex over there is monetizing content. So I think I can do this. And he was like, he's like, all right. I mean, you should, you should give it a period where, you know, you, you either, commit to it or you break it. Right. So I was like, okay, one year. Um, if I get 20,000 subscribers in one year, I will, I will continue this. And he was like, all right, all right, let's see what you, let's see what you got. Um, and I remember the first kind of, first day I uploaded, I think it was like Gautier. Is that how you say that artist's mm-hmm. name? Man, I have a, the worst memory, but, uh, I uploaded a cover and I got eight subscribers and I was stoked. <laughs> I was like eight subscribers. That's awesome. So I kind of made uh, like a bunch more, bunch more things like that. And uh, yeah, I mean, kind of the rest is history. But like on on each of the videos, like I was I was kind of very strategic with with how, what I would make for content. Right? It was like a mix of like what I wanted to do and what I thought would be successful. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you know I think a lot of people online make the mistake of um, just doing something like just making content that they love rather than making content that other people might love. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I think, I think there, a lot of people say just like, just do what you love, just do what you love. But like the issue is sometimes there's not an audience for what you like. Right. Right. Like there's just not an audience. So, so how do you, you kind of f- have to balance? Yeah. That was going to be my question is how do you find that balance between like what you're interested in and also kind of gauging what other people are going to be interested in as well? Well, at the time, honestly, it was it was the billboard charts. <laughs> it was like for me, it was like, well, I know I like to make music and I know I I know I can find pleasure in like at least doing a little bit of something that I like, even if it's not like I'm not I'm not per se into like mainstream music. Right. Um, not I have nothing against it. It's just not my style. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would look at the billboard charts and I'd be like, well, if I made a parody of that and I have a really great idea, like people would watch it people just would watch it. And I was like, that's kind of how I, how I really got success. I remember like my first idea that like got like a lot of views um, at the time it was getting like maybe like 20,000 views, 30,000 views a day for me. Um, And that was back like when I was under 20,000 subscribers, I remember it was, it was getting all those views on mobile. And at the time mobile didn't pay out ad revenue. (laughs) Mm. There were no, there were no ads on mobile devices at the time. And I was like, what? Well, that's dumb. Like that's, that's where we're at. We're at now. Everything's mobile. Yeah. Everything's mobile now. Everything's mobile. And there's ads galore. 
I know. Just ads all over the in place. the videos, ads in between videos. There's ever ads everywhere. Oh yeah, we put them all. We put them all in those videos. That like the one that you just watched. That's a 24 minute video. I'm sure we got like five ads in there. Yeah. Sure, we got like five ads in there, but it's great. You know, it keeps the channel running, and I don't think people are concerned too much because we have great retention. People watch all the way through, so I think, you know, it's like part of that thing of like the necessary evil, so to speak. So long as you know YouTube's showing relatively good ads, so it's not you know kind of a win-win. But I think there's something better down the line, you know. So how do we? I feel like social media and especially YouTube is such a saturated market right now. How do we like somebody that's getting looking to get started now or, you know, this in the next few months, like how do you find your niche and like, how do you even know what's going to be successful anymore? Because I feel like, and I've had a bunch of other like YouTubers and influencers on the show, um, on hashtag no filter. And, you know, I've talked to them a lot about this clickbait content where it feels like everything that they're putting out there is really just to create shock value. And that's how they're building up their numbers. So I guess my question to you is how do we build quality content that's still going to get the, the, the views and the downloads? loads without it, you know, being inauthentic to what we actually love? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great question. But I think, um, I think the issue, like the underlying issue is that people overthink it, Mm. right? It's like, it's, it's pretty much doing a mix of like what you want to do and what you think your audience would really enjoy, right? So, you know, if you're starting from scratch, if you're starting from ground zero, like, like what your question was from like the very beginning of the question of like, how do you find your, how do you find your niche? How do you, how do you start? Like, where's the start? Like, well, first off, if you know someone like collaborate them, bug them. Right. Um, second off, if you're making content that you truly believe in, like then share it, share it to everyone, share it, like share it on your Facebook. Like I remember when I was first starting out, I was just like, I didn't care who I sent that out to. I believed in what I was making. I thought it was funny. So I would share it to every single person that I had contact with, whether I'd talked to them recently or not. You know, I think a lot of people potentially like to put the, put like these two separate little bubbles, you know, like here's my online persona and then here's my private Instagram or something like that, where it's like, if you're trying to be an online influencer, like Instagram or YouTube, like like that separation is good and healthy, but I think there's a balance to be had there. It's not like one or the other. It's like, it's like, how are you going to, how are you going to be found if like your friends can't even see your content? You know, I know I hate people with private Instagrams. It's not, it's so not productive. I can't stalk you. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Right. Like, I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) Who are you? Are you um, a real person? Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, making content that you're proud of to show your friends, I think, is the biggest thing. Right. Because I think I think we we live in this world where it's like either you're trying to pander or you're ashamed of what you're making. Right. Mm. And so I think the balance is like, can you like realistically like find some friends or have some friends or show your family and be proud of that content? Because some of the content that I'm even making right now, we're, we're like transitioning into different phases because I was just like, yeah, I don't want to show, I don't want to show my mom that. I don't think she'd be proud. And it's not like it's like vile or anything like that. It's not just like, it's just not great. And that, and I think that's the issue is like when you're making something, you know, if it's great or not, right. You're right. either you're proud of it or you, or you hate it. So it's like, start making things that you're proud of. And I think people will resonate with that. Um, and if you mix in a bit of what's already popular, I mean, I think you'll have great success. So I don't necessarily 
agree with the notion of oversaturation. Okay. I think that, I think that, I think that it's a, it's a bit of a cop out um, because it, it says, it, it says, you know what? It's the market's oversaturated. It's not my content. Right. Right. But the reality of the situation is it's your content. It's if, if you're not getting views, if you're not getting plays, if people aren't resonating with your content, it's not the algorithm. It's not anything other than what you're putting out. It's the damn, I don't know what algorithms are, but I hate them. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone they're just does. ruining life. Um, okay. So is, do you think that there's like a winning formula when it comes to uploading YouTube videos? Like, are there certain, um, cover photos that we should use or certain buzzwords that we should put in the descriptions or the titles? Like, is there, are there any like concrete tips in terms of uploading videos that tend to help them do better? Well, yeah. I mean, I think there, I think there are some concrete tips and I think some of those concrete tips, um, aren't as, you know, in depth as people might think they are. Right. Um, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people out there that want to like go through your content and quote unquote SEO optimize. Right. Um, but, but it honestly wasn't until we stopped worrying about the algorithm that we had, that we started having success. We are putting so much time into like optimizing, optimizing, optimizing till we lost sight of like what we're even making. Right. Mm. So it's like, we were just like, let's, let's just forget about the algorithm and just like focus on making content that viewers will really, really like. And that was it because the truth of the matter is all these algorithms that we have, whether they're good or bad, whether you like them or not, they're designed to follow viewers behavior. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you make content that viewers like, the algorithm will follow you just by definition. I like so that. I, yeah. So I think, I think that's like the correct way of thinking, right? I think that's what's going to make people a lot more successful is like just kind of taking that like, you know, from uh, that book called Extreme Ownership, taking extreme ownership. That's, that's a great book, you know? But uh, that's that kind of thing where you have to just like, you know, it's my content. I got to I got to alter it to to make sure it's actually great. I feel like so many people are afraid to subscribe to that idea because it puts the power in their hands, which ultimately puts the success and the failure back on them. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I, I think people are scared to fail. I think people are really scared to fail because, you know, they're they're failing in front of people, you know. People judge, and that's just the reality of the situation. And I think people care too much about what other people think rather than just caring about, you know, making something that they care about. You know, they're so caught up with what other people might think of their potential or inevitable failure, and it just stops them in their tracks. You have to fail, fail forward. You have to keep failing until you hit it right. Yeah, yeah, so, we do that a lot at the studio. <laughs> <laughs> when the video doesn't do work, you, you reframe it. Yeah. Um, so I feel like there are so many platforms and social media really is becoming, it's taking on a life of its own when it comes to building um, influencers or building your own brand. So I want to know what your advice is for, let's say there's somebody that's really big on YouTube or really big on Instagram. How do we then transfer that into other platforms to build a brand such as you, you know, like you've done for yourself? Like you now have several successful YouTube channels, you have successful social media feeds. How do we transfer it off of just one platform? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I definitely have like multiple successful YouTube channels. Um, 
And part of that is, well, most of that, if not all of it, is because of my amazing team, right? Um, and I have this incredible team at High Five Studios, and uh, you know, all the credit should go to them, really, because they're the ones coming up with the ideas. They're the ones. I'm just kind of sitting back and letting letting people like just do the magic that they're good at, right? Right. So it, what I would say is, you know, stop making it so much about like yourself and your own image. Right. And like trying to get it all perfect rather than just like let someone else in, you know, let someone else in and, and see, you know, what you can make together. Right. Um, the, the, what is what is that? How does that phrase go? It goes the sum of the parts are greater than the whole mm-hmm. or no, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it was the opposite. But uh, so it's kind of like with this great team that that we have at High Five Studios, we've been able to make things that I would have never been able to make alone. Right. So, you know, if someone has like a big following and they're and they're interested in expanding or they're interested in creating opportunities for other people, um, you know, so it's not just them alone, then, yeah, I would say, like, you know, bite the bullet and like take a risk and hire someone. Right. When did you know it was time for you to hire your first team member? Because I feel like there are so many people that have their own kind of, um, they're doing their own thing and they're afraid to delegate or they don't think that they can afford to hire somebody else onto, you know, and build their own team. When did you know it was appropriate to do that? And like, what was your financial situation at that time? Yeah, I mean... Uh, I think it was honestly right after I read the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss. Um, it was a great book and he talks a lot about, um, automation and, uh, how to, how to perpetuate your wealth in a sense, um, without doing a lot of extra work. And it was at that point where I was like, I was making like, I don't know, anywhere from like seven to like 12 videos a week and just like burning myself out. And it was, it was at this point where it was like, okay, well, it's going to be really, really, really tight if I hire someone, you know what I mean? I was making, I don't know, I was making, I'd say 4,000, 4,500 bucks at the time a month, which is not bad money. Um, and that was the point where it's like, okay, you gotta, you gotta take one step back to take two steps forward. Right. So it was like that point of where it's like, okay, yes. I'm going to, I'm going to be forfeiting a lot of my income right now. But if I bet on myself, like I did before, um, I can, I can manage to within a couple months, turn that around and start, you know, snowballing this. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of how it happened. It was like, it, it was just more of logic than anything else. But yeah, it, it, it took, it took some time to get over the fear of, of, uh, the potential failure, yeah. you know, potentially not having enough money. And so now I hear that you're even looking to launch a record label. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's accurate. Should be launching relatively soon too. Um, that's something that I'm super excited about. Uh, awesome, awesome buddy, Mike Badal and, uh, Rose Rose being the first, uh, artist that we signed, um, is going to, it's going to be a blast. And, uh, we're, we're launching this record label. It's a non, it's super non-traditional, right? So it's like, <clears throat> It's like, I, w- I would call it like a, uh, like a music vlog label. It's not like a traditional record label, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's a big experiment, but we're all really super excited to start like, you know, making music, you know, uploading to YouTube and like building relationships and audiences around great music and great content. But that should be coming really soon. Nice. And that's going to be called Chill Records, right? 
Chill Records. Yeah, that's right. Did I not say that? Chill Records. <laughs> <laughs> so you got Chill Records, you got High Five Studio, you got several hilarious shows on YouTube right now. Matthias, thank you so much for calling in and giving me some some hot tips for my listeners. Where do you want everybody to go next and, and watch your videos? Like, where are we following? You have so much going on. Yeah, honestly, um, I would say Instagram, my Instagram. It's okay. uh, at Matthias I-A-M. Yeah. All right. And that's me on Instagram. I, I love it. Thank you so much for calling in and for chatting with me. And I mean, now I'm going to go and, and upgrade my, my YouTube channel right now. Awesome. Thanks. Well, I'm glad I could help. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Go and check out Matthias. Check out High Five Studios. I mean, I was watching some of their shows this morning, and they are hilarious. Um, I think he had some really great tips. I'm going to outline some of his tips in the description below. That way you guys can take notes. And again, go and follow him at Matthias I Am on Instagram. And you can follow me at Just Plain Zach. Don't forget to get your Dry Farm Wines, dryfarmwines.com slash Zach, Z-A-C-K, so that you can get your hangover-free wine just in time for the weekend. Um, don't forget to listen to Hashtag Adulting, which is out now on iTunes and all major podcast networks. And don't forget to subscribe to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter and catch new episodes every Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all the places. Um, and in between then, I'm going to go watch some more of Matthias's YouTube videos. All right, bye.